let us be on our feet as we sing this song, the instrumentalist. Holy Ghost, do it again. Do it again in my life. I love. Open my eyes to see Jesus. Sit and upon the throne. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Do it again. Hallelujah. Do it again. God has done it in my life. What has He done? Let God open your eyes to see Jesus Christ sitting upon the throne. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Do it, my Lord, do it again in my life, my life. Open, open, oh Jesus, to see Jesus Christ, oh seated upon the throne. Holy Ghost, it is through the power of God. That it can be done in your life again. That victory that God has given unto you. That is the only way. Through the only most power. It should open your eyes. And when you seek the Jesus Christ, you will give glory to Him. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. to turn that song to prayer because when Jesus opens your eyes and you see what God has done for you nobody will tell you before you start praising God talk to God Lord open my eyes let me see your glory let me see you sitting on that throne let your name let it be glorified if you are ready you want to testify to the glory of God you need to ask for that Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, so that it will open your inner eyes to see the wonders and the victory and the testimonies that God has given unto you. Holy Ghost, oh, Holy Ghost, do it again. Hallelujah, do it again. My life, open my eyes. 
Heavenly Father, once again, we thank you. We look back right from January up to this time. We adore you. We praise you. Lord, as we go into your word, open our eyes to see what you have done. Open our eyes to recognize you on the throne. Father, we pray that whatever we are going to hear this evening, we open our mind and our heart in the mighty name of Jesus. That testimony that you have for us shall be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's be seated. Hallelujah. Um, Psalm 105. Psalm 105, I will read from verse 1 to 5. Psalm 105, 1 to 5. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Verse 2. Sing to him. Sing psalm to him. Talk of all his wondrous work. Glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Verse 5. Remember his marvelous work which he has done. His wonders and the judgment of his mouth. If you look at verse 2 of this uh, Psalm 105. Be part of his says. Talk of all his wondrous work. Here, David is asking you to testify to what God has done. Because when you talk about what he has done, you are testifying to the glory of God. If you jump to verse 5, he says, Remember his marvelous work, which he has done, his wonders, and the judgment of his mouth. Brethren, this is the seventh victory night. How many of us have even looked back right from January and think of what God has done for you? Or do you think God has not done anything? Do you think God has not given you victory? That is why I titled today's message, Reveal Your Past Victory. You need to sit down and think. And reveal all the past victory that God has given unto you. Because it is very important. It is when you reveal what God is doing in your life. That you will appreciate him more. Which means many times we as children of God. We need to really stop somewhere. And think deeply. That is when you pass through the road of life. The same road you are passing through. Some people come in through the same door that you are passing through. They didn't go back through that door again. It is not that you are too righteous by his mercy. Because he wants you to testify. That is why that kind of victory has come to your life. At times, 
Things appear very tough. Appear steepy. That is very, very tough. But when you reveal what God has done in your life, that will keep you moving. But if you are looking at the tough part of it, you won't be able to appreciate what God has done for you. Tonight, I'm going to talk about five instants to look for when you are reviewing what God has done for you. Number one is deliverance. You have to look back and look at the deliverance that God has done in your life. I'm very sure many of us that are sitting here, you can't say God has not delivered you. God is at work every second. Part of it is the oxygen you are breathing. God used that to deliver you. A lot of people, they are in the hospital. They are paying for it. For that oxygen. Free. Some people are in the hospital. They were begging to even remove that oxygen. So that they can go and rest. So, you need to look at the deliverance God has given unto you. Psalm 32 verse 7. Psalm 32 verse 7. You are my hidden place. You preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. That is David talking there. So, when you are reviewing what God has done for you, let's not take it from this year, or that is from January up to this time. David is saying that God preserved him from trouble. I want to ask you, has God preserved you from trouble? There are some people, they don't even know anything. They were going on their own. Something happened. And by the time police come, they find them there. God has not allowed you to be part of that kind of scenario. God is preserving you. God's eyes is upon everything that you do. He's watching you. I like exploration. Recently, the NASA is saying they have put something somewhere, Hubble something. I used to look at it. I kept imagining how big our God is. When you see those massive galaxies and space, there's a song in my language that says, as many as people are in this world, God still remember to protect me, to preserve me. What about you? God has delivered you. His eyes upon you. That is why he has given us Jesus Christ as our Savior. I remember in, in, in my Sunday school class, one of our teachers used to tell us that uh, don't do bad things because God is always with you. And uh, I asked this particular question. How can you say God is with me all the time? You know what she said? She said, your shadow, that is God following you. Believe, I was so scared that each time I look back, I saw my shadow. And the next question to her is that, okay, what of if I enter an enclosure? He said, what is the color of your shadow? I said, dark. You have entered a dark place. The shadow is still there. You cannot see it because it is dark. God follows you wherever you go. He delivers you from what? All evils. Not just one. 
He has given you that Jesus Christ who is lighting your path as you move. David is saying, the Lord is my very special place of hiding. Do you have another God somewhere where you are hiding? I used to laugh when I entered some of my colleagues' office. See one cupboard, one side, you see flower and some candle and some things. Our God is bigger than that. His eyes rotate round. He sees what you are doing. He sees the evil and danger wherever is coming. He delivers you. Amen? So, who is your savior? Who is your deliverer? God is my deliverer. Romans 8, 31 say, What then shall we say to this? If God is for us, yes, what? So, the battle is not for you. It's for the God. Amen? So, when God is with you, no evil will come near your dwell. So, brethren, when you are reviewing what God has done for you, remember the deliverance the Lord has done for you. That is number one. Number two, the way he has led you. Psalm 32 again, verse 8. Psalm 32, verse 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you go. I will guide you with my eyes. With whose eyes God is guiding you? With pastor's eyes? Yes? With who? With his, his own eyes. His eyes rotate. He never blink. He never sleep. He's always there for you. So when you review what God has done for you, remember how he has led you. Like I said, Many of us, we drive. If you don't drive, you enter vehicle. You pass a place, you see an accident happen. The same path, he is guiding you. He is leading you. At times, accident happens, it's not the fault of the victim. It might be somebody's carelessness. But God is preserving you. So, you need to appreciate him. You need to see how he has been guiding you. Because when you review the path you are following and how God has led you, you'll be able to think deeply and say, yes, this is victory. This is testimony. You know, when we are in trouble, it looks big. But the moment the problem is resolved, we forget about it. That is life. Isaiah 30, verse 21. Isaiah 30 verse 21 says, Your ear shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. That is guide, he's guiding you. This is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right, whenever you turn to the right hand, or whenever you turn to the left, God will always tell you, This is the way. But you need the Holy Spirit to identify that voice. You need it. So when you are reviewing what God has done for you, always remember the way he has led you. Again, I go back to Romans 8, verse 14. For as many as led by the Spirit of God, 
They are the sons of God. That's why in that book of Isaiah, when God is speaking to you, at times God is speaking to some of us, we neglect it. We begin to do permutation. You take this plus this, you add this to this, you minus this, okay, this way, this way. At times you want to go to Rui or to Sib from here. One spirit is telling you, maybe you are living in Amriat, and another spirit is telling you, follow, that's it. That is God speaking to you. Even though that side is shorter, but the spirit is revealing, follow, that's it. That means you have to go an Israel, uh, Israeli journey. But God is protecting you. So when you review what God has done for you, remember how he has led you. Number three, what about the blessing he has granted upon you? God is blessing me every second. There are times, there are so many impossibilities in my circular job. That I'll be thinking, how will I do it? What is the solution? It's good to be, to be a boss in the office. Your boss will hide and push that tax to you. He wants solution. He will never be part of the problem. He will not even listen to you when you want to explain. Because the moment he listens to you, he becomes part of the problem. He will never listen. He gives you task to do. And to God be the glory. You will struggle, 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 but at the end of the day, you will hit the goal and you will smile. That is part of blessing that God is giving unto us. Remember those blessings. The task that God has given to you. The task that God has helped you to solve. Maybe they are doing a prayer in your office. You are scared. Maybe you... See, nobody... None of us here can say we never made mistakes. Mistakes do occur. Even in our daily task. But when, God, when God realized that, yes, you are making mistakes, he will guide you, he will lead you. And as a son of God and daughter of God, he will direct you and bless you with the knowledge to sort it out. So don't forget those blessings that God has given unto you. For you having food on your table is a blessing. For you coming here today and be listening to me is a blessing. For the rain we are expecting, we were told rain is coming, it's a blessing. Hallelujah. So don't forget all those blessings. There is no little blessing. A lot of people are looking for what you have. So, if you want to talk about victory, Remember the blessing that God has given unto you. Deuteronomy 28. We all know that from verse 2 says, And all this blessing shall call upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. So when you review what God has done for you, the blessing he has done for you, also think about what God has said. You obey him. It is through the obedience that you will receive more. There's nothing you will do that God will not like you. He will keep liking you. It's not like us that, oh, he looked me with one eyes. Okay. You develop interest. God is not like that. He is a merciful God. Hallelujah. So, 
In that Deuteronomy, it's saying that all those blessings, if you read up to verse 13, I think, all those blessings will be your terms and conditions apply. So the blessing of God to you and me are more than what we can count. You can count the seconds you are breathing, right? You can count the seconds you are, you are, uh, you are breathing today. You are still breathing, you are still, okay? That can be calculated. But the blessing of God, is it somebody just say, oh brother, sister, how are you? It's a blessing. There are some people that they will see some people and say, they begin to curse them. It's a blessing that somebody is greeting you. It's a blessing that you are alive. It's a blessing that you are here. It's a blessing that you have job to do. It's a blessing that you are not receiving any emergency message from your people back home in your home country. Hallelujah. So remember all these blessings. So you cannot count it. Not all the blessing has to do with money. No. Psalm 40 verse 5. 40 verse 5 says, Many, O Lord, are your wonderful work which you have done. And your thought towards us cannot be recanted to you in order. Can you line up how God has helped you? You will jump something. Because there are a lot of deliverance that he has done that you cannot see with your naked eyes. So when you reveal what God has done for you, remember those blessings. I read that psalm for that. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. So also in your life. Whichever one you can remember, always pray to God. I believe we agree with David here. Brother and sister, count your blessing and give thanks. Hallelujah. Count your blessing and give thanks. Number four. When reviewing what God has done for you, check for the victory he has won for you. When you are reviewing it, check for the victory. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57 says, But thanks be to God, who give us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. As long as you have Jesus Christ, the victory is yours. There is no mountain too big for him to level. It will be leveled. Sometimes we find ourselves in a difficult situation and we are thinking how are we going to come out of it. But just little things will happen. Everything disappears. That is our God for you. So always remember those prayer points you have put before God that you have received answer. It's a victory. So when you review what God has done for you, think about all those victories that he has given unto you. And when I say you now, not just you alone, your entire family, your co-workers. For some of us that we work in construction industry, if anything, what we call fertile things happen on site. It's not to our credit. Because, you see, lost money, jewelry, or whatever they call it. Now, everyone, millions of man save hours. People want to work, like, 
you walk, there's no single incident that happened on site. When it happens, the management of that site will be thinking, how did it happen? So, victory concerning your neighbors is your victory. Amen? If your neighbor is in trouble, if you are thinking you are not in trouble, we will not be in trouble in Jesus' name. I give you a testimony very briefly. Where we were living in Abuja, when we moved to our new site there, we were living, we have few houses there. We don't know who is our neighbors as at that time because the houses within those areas are not many. Just around 3 a.m., I had a knock on my door. Peep, peep, peep. Then I peeped through the window. Who is that? Then they were shouting, they were talking. I didn't see anything, I was just watching until I heard the voice of somebody I know. What happened? There was a boy in, that, in, in my neighbor's place that needed to be taken to hospital for emergency. The, around that area, my car is the only car, only person with car. This woman never talked to us before. I have no choice than to take that boy to the hospital at dead of night. So, don't think that your victory is just for your family. Even here in Oman, neighbors don't talk to each other. Certain things might happen that you'll be forced to come out of your house in the night. For instance, if, there, if, if, there, if you live very close to where the pipeline of gas passed through and something happened, police will come and ask everybody to evacuate. When Cyclone came, they evacuated some people here. So don't think that victory is for you only. As you pray, as you remember, pray for your neighbors. Pray for pastor. When pastor is at peace, we are at peace. He's also praying for you. Amen? So when you review your victory, always remember, uh, review what God has done for you. Remember the victory he has won for you. There are a lot of battles that God has fought for you, which you cannot see with your naked eyes. Which you don't know. That is why you need to be thanking God. Lord, I give you glory for all the known victory and unknown victory. Appreciate him. Number five. Check for the encouragement he has given us. At times, the road will be very tough. But remember, when the going is getting tough, the tough getting going, or how do they say it? When the going is getting tough, the tops, the, the tops, yeah. Yeah, the tough get going. Thank you, brother. Because the road is getting tough and the tough start disappearing, start going. Amen? So, sometimes you need encouragement. You see yourself in a very deep ocean. You cannot swim. But something will tell you that you have seen on television how they are doing it. You begin to struggle. God will pull you out. That encouragement will come. Remember what he told Joshua. Joshua 1 verse 9. He said, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Even you are here. God is what? He's with you. It is wherever you, even when you go to your bedroom, God is with you. On your bed, he's with you. 
in your office is with you. So, and he will keep encouraging us. So, we all need encouragement and God is the best encourager. He's the best that can give you the encouragement. When we face difficulties, it is that time many of us will remember God. Because even when the going is good, you need encouragement to enjoy that going that is good. Because if you don't manage it very well, like we said, when the going is, when the going is getting tough, the tough keep going. When the enjoyment also is coming, you don't have the encouragement to manage it properly. It can disappear. If you get a presser, good appraiser in the office this year, and because of that, you now relax. After all, I scored 8 out of 10. I need not to do anything again. You enjoy it for a certain time. So, you need encouragement. So, we need to look back. Don't bypass anything that this five points I've given you is not the only point. Whatever God has learned in your mind, think about it when you review what God has done for you. So, but look back and you will also see the joy of victory. When you look back, you will see the joy of victory. Rachel was testifying here. You may not know the extent of pressure the family might have gone through because of the immigration, whatever that in the embassy. But God encouraged this family. He encouraged them. They never relax. There is no no in their dictionary. If they are the type that accept defeat, they say, okay, maybe they are not accepting. Let's beam our searchlight to somewhere else. But that encouragement keep coming, keep them going, and here they are today, they testify to the glory of God. Who is saying your own is, dif is, is different? Your situation is not different. God is there to give you encouragement. Amen? So the presence of your traveling companion who has promised never to leave you nor forsake you. We always go with you. I don't know who is your traveling companion. Like my teacher in Friday school told me, or Sunday school told me, my shadow. Believe me, that time, I believe completely that, yes, if my shadow is with me, I can challenge anybody. I always want to stay where there is light. As a young kid, God is with you. It's your shadow. It's following you. It will shadow you from all evil. No evil will come near your dwell in the mighty name of Jesus. And while we are talking about reviewing how, what God has done for you, there are things that can stop that victory also. There are things that can abort the victory. Number one, don't stop believing. Never stop believing that there is God. Never stop believing. Hebrew 10, verse 35. Hebrew 10, verse 35. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. 
What's he saying there? Cast not away. I don't know the, circum- the, the, the present circumstances you are. That you want to cast away your confidence. Don't allow whatever you are passing through now. You are, like I shared the testimony of Rachel. If they have cast away their confidence in God, she won't be standing here testifying today. She will not. They never take no for answer. They say, yes, Lord, you must do it. It's a must. So, don't stop believing. Always believe that God can do it. In Deuteronomy 32 verse 15, I will just read the B part of it. This is the children of Israel now. They abandoned the God who made them and rejected the rock, their savior. Don't abandon that God. Have that mind that believe it will happen. Don't be like the Israelites. If you move to verse 18, it says, you deserted the rock who father you. You forgot the God who gave you birth. Don't forget the God that have created you. Don't stop believing that there is a reward. It may not come on time. It may take time. Have the faith that yes, that reward will surely come. The popular saying, at the end of the tunnel, there is what? There is light. So don't stop believing. Always have that confidence that yes, there is reward. Understanding is the reward of faith. Don't stop believing if you really want to have your victory. So keep believing that your Savior is at work. And that what? You will be victorious. And you will be victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. Proverbs 3 5. Proverbs 3 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and learn not unto thy own understanding. Just hold on. Don't think that you are perfect now. Even if you can pray, it is not how long you pray. It is not how long. It is by hitting the nail on the head with your prayer. If you are to pray to the right and you are praying to the left, it may take longer time. Have the understanding that and the trust that yes, God has great plan for you. And that great plan must be fulfilled in the mighty name of Jesus. So, God is at work. Don't stop believing. Have the trust in him. He is the only one that you can trust. And when you trust him, he will never disappoint you. James 1 verse 12. James 1 verse 12. Blessed is the one who perseveres. Persistent. Persistent is very, very important. It's not that you are prayed today and you feel that, oh, it's, your prayer is delayed. No. Keep going. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. You need to love God. So, not to stop your victory, number two, don't stop in loving God because God never stopped loving you. Again, 
Hebrew 10, 24 says, Let us consider one another in order to steer up loves and good work. How do you show your love for God? By love, when you love your neighbors. It's part of how you show your love to God. So to be victorious, keeping loving your neighbor is very important. Because irrespective of whatever your neighbor has done for you, to you, please keep loving them. It is natural to love them that love us. But it is supernatural to love those that hate us. It is supernatural to love them. In overall, God's loss for us is much safer. It's much safer. When God loves you, it is much safer. That is why you need to love him. No matter what you do, God will not stop loving you. Because of his mercy, because of the, his son that he has given unto us. So there's nothing you can do to make God love you less. He keeps loving you. So don't stop loving him. Don't say because he has not answered me in the way I want. Like pastor gave some years back, answer to your prayer might be silent. Somebody wants to buy a car and he's saving a bank. He saves, save, save. Whenever he wants to buy that car, something will happen. He will send the money back to his home country. Then he started blaming God. That why are you allowing this to happen? After all, I need to pay 10% of this amount. And I could not even save that 10%. You know what God told him? If you buy that car at this point, you will have an accident. So God preserved him by not allowing you to have enough money to buy it at that time. So God is telling you something every second. So don't stop loving God. Isaiah 41 verse 13 says, For I am the Lord your God who take hold of your right hand and say to you, Do not fear, I will help you. That is love. That is love. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord. We have read it before. With all, with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. And we, he, will make you, he will make your path straight. When you love God, you will submit to him. If you don't love him, you will not submit to him. So those, those who trust in the Lord we always enjoy the perfect peace because as we look to him, we become more healthier and radiant in our way. Your faces will reflect that you are a happier child. Psalm 125 verse 1 says, Those true trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot, which cannot be moved but abide forever. So when you trust in the Lord, you will never be devastated. You will never be uprooted. So don't stop loving God. Don't stop relying on God. You need to keep relying on Him. 
You have to keep on relying on God. Oh, oh, sorry, that is number three. Don't stop relying on God. Number two is that don't stop loving God. God never stops loving you. So when you rely on God, like that Isaiah said that, when you rely on him, he will take hold of your right hand. You will walk through. See the testimony of Joshua here. They walk through. The healing has come. And it is permanent in Jesus' name. God has held to his right hand. And he's pulling him through. So what situation are you? So don't stop relying on God. He is the only one that can direct you. That can lead you. Number four. I'm talking about what can stop your victory. Don't stop because the best is yet to come. That is number four. Don't stop because the best is what is yet to come. Maybe you have been promoted in the office and somebody is saying that is the last cadre that you can reach. Who told you the person? You can become the CEO of that company. Don't stop. The best is yet to come. I don't know what you are thinking. That is the big testimony you are sharing. The best is yet to come. If I remember the test... Sorry, Rachel, I think I mentioned you much this night. If I remember the way she has shared one testimony before, it is one favor after the other. Don't stop. The best is yet to come. Don't stop because the best is yet to come. No matter what you have received now, no matter be the level you are, the best is what is yet to come. Don't stop. When you stop, you have put the bar there. So don't stop because the best is yet to come. Isaiah 40 verse 31. Isaiah 40 verse, it's a very popular scripture. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagle. They shall run and never be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So, wait upon the Lord. He will surprise you. He will renew your strength. Even when you are getting tired, you begin to doubt. Doubt will come. Don't stop. The best is yet to come. First Corinthians 2, 9. First Corinthians 2, verse 9. But as it is written, eyes has not seen, nor ear had, not have entered into the heart of man, the thing which God has prepared for those who love him. I talk about the love of God. What God will do for you, eyes I've not seen it. We sing one song in my language. I will sing and interpret to you. Emini emika oromi That is, people begin to doubt. Is he the one? No, it's not the one. They begin to argue. Why? Because the the glory of God is shining upon him. And when God do that in your life. People will be arguing. I used to see this brother in uh, Chennai. How manage? He traveled to Oman for, for one year. See what the structure he has erected. 
They will begin to argue. They begin to doubt. No, he has gone there to be a laborer. No, no, he's a manager in one company. They begin to digest how it has happened. Don't stop. The best is yet to come. So God always have the best in store for us. All you need to do, terms and conditions, you need to love him. So when we are talking about the best, this best, best, best I'm referring to, what type of best are we talking about? Not the kind of the best of the world. The best from the throne of God. If you, be, if, if you start to make a business here, you start selling water. If it is the will of God, you will shine more than somebody selling gold. You believe it? Because the blessing of God is different from the blessing of the world. So the best I'm talking about here is not the kind of best that the world gives. It is the kind of best that God gives. And the best that the world promises will always be something that is not in line with what God has in store for us. One of the best things God has given to us is Jesus Christ, our Savior. He has delivered us. His perfect will for us is to succeed in life. And the kind of best that he wants for you is the kind that will make you conform to him, not to the world. So God is working wonder in our life. Even if you don't see it, if you don't feel it, he's working wonders. You can read Second uh, uh, Timothy because of our time. Second Timothy 2 verse 13. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. That is paraphrase of that scripture. So God always has the best in store for us. God won't stop finishing what he has started. That is why I said the best has not come. You are working in a company as from the lower cadre. You rise, you rise, then you become the senior manager. You are thinking that's the end of the road. It's not the end. The position of CEO is still there. Who say you cannot become CEO? The best is yet to come. You can grab it when God is, your, is on your side. So God will never stop. Where he wants to take you to, he will surely take you there. I don't know what God has in stock for you. That best that God wants for you shall be fulfilled in the mighty name of Jesus. So God wants to do good to us. That is why the best is yet to come. God might have done some good things for you. He might have given you blessing, this, that, that, and that. But believe me, the best is yet to come. As long as you are alive, as long as that you are alive, the best is what? Is yet to come. My best is yet to come. So God is such a good father. All that he has in his heart for us, of us for all of us, is for our good. That is why in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah 32, I will read a couple of verses there. 32, 38 to 41. They will be my people, and I will be their God. 39 say, I will give them singleness of heart and action, 
so that they will always fear me and that all with them go well for them and for their children after them. How we go well for you and your children and children and children in the mighty name of Jesus. In verse 40, he said, I will make an everlasting covenant with them. God will make an everlasting covenant for you in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, I will never stop doing good to them. Say to yourself, God will never stop doing good to me. And I will inspire them to fear me. You need to fear God. Remember, your shadow is following you. It's the video recorder. It's recording everything you do. You move this way, record it. You move that way, record it. It's recording everything. So, I take that verse 40 again. I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good to them. And I will inspire them to fear me so that they will never turn away from me. I pray that the circumstances that will make you to turn away from God shall never happen to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And lastly, last verse says, I will rejoice in doing them good and I will assuredly plant them in this, in this land with all my heart and soul. God is planting you here. You survived COVID. He's planting you here. There are a lot of people that have Receive letter, go. But with confidence, they remain here for some time. And God opened a double door that he promised that no one can shut him. So what is that circumstances you are going through? What is that area of your life that you think the best has come? I'm assuring you, the best has not come. Amen? So, as I close... Talking about looking back to review whatever God has done for us, have benefit. It has benefit. Benefit of looking back and thank God. You will continue to love God and fear God more. The more you review what God has done for you, the more you review the circumstance. Let me, let me explain something at this junction. You know where the fear of God will come upon you? When you review what God has done for you, you begin to think deeply. I will give you an example. I was a very good uh, motorcycle rider in, in those days. I used to ride very well. To, the pedal can touch ground and make a knack. So one day, I carried one of my senior brothers at the back. He told me to, to speed. And I speed. He said, with that speed, you enter that corner. There's a bend. And I entered the bend with my foot on the ground. People shouted, thinking we are going to hit the culvert at the other side. But we rise up again and we move. About two weeks later, there is a, a lorry, we call it like Begilodo, which means the timber uh, carrier lorry. Enter the same corner. I'm coming this way. I enter this way. He entered this way, we speed without even minding whether people is coming this side. So each time I remember that very day, if it has happened at the same time, I won't be standing here. Each time I remember, I fear God. When you review what God has done for you, the circumstances that he has delivered you, you will always be afraid of him. That is benefit of reviewing what God has done for you. You will keep loving him at the same time, fear him. So if you can cultivate the habit of looking back, 
and thanking God. You will fear him and love him more. This is because you will keep appreciating what he has done for you. In Psalm 81, or Psalm 18 verse 1, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. That's what David said. You too should appreciate what God has done for you. You know those dangerous areas that God has delivered you. Number two, you'll be able to trust him more and have faith in him. When you see the difficult situation that God has simplified, you will be able to trust him more for what he has done for you. When you consider what God has done for you, it will encourage you to put more trust in him and you have more faith in him. Psalm 40 verse 3. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear. And we trust in the Lord. That new song talks about testimony. It talks about the testimony. In fact, when, you, when I skate through the huddle of University of Driving School in this Oman, as I called my wife that, yes, today in Kurum, ROP, as I mentioned, I started singing. And that song indicated that, yes, it's a victory. So, he gave me a new song. God can give you a new song when you overcome that hurdle. Amen? Number three, you will not fear your present circumstances, the future, and the devil. You will not have that. You will not be afraid. You will not fear because you have revealed what God has done for you. It will not be new to you again. The story of David, we all know. David and Goliath. He was never afraid. Because he used his past experience saying that I was with the sheep and lion came. I did this. I did that. He used that testimony. You can also use the testimony to put devil to shame. So, when you review what God has done for you, your present circumstances, you will not be afraid of it. Number four, you will not live your life complaining when you review what God has done for you. An appreciative child will always receive more. You will not be walking in the public complaint. You begin to complain. No. The moment you appreciate God, you will always remember what God has done. You see the Israelites, upon what God has done for them, they were still murmuring those days. I will not go there now. Number five, you will enjoy the peace of mind and good health. Where you review, because you have the confidence that you have a father before you. I'm rushing now. I may not be going to the scripture again. You will enjoy the peace of mind. God, the peace of mind and good health. Because you have reviewed what God has done. If somebody is telling you it has never happened before, they are only using that to scare you. Something difficult more than that has happened before. And God deliver his people. Amen? So, Philippians 4, 6, 7. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, keep doing what? Praising God. Give him thanks. In that alone, he will do something for you. Number six. When you review what God has done for you, you will be able to fulfill God's purpose for your life. The purpose of God for your life shall be fulfilled because you have revealed what he has done in the past for you. In conclusion, how much looking back and thanking God do you do? 
Have you reflected on the past and what God saw you through? You need to think. You need to thank God. You need to appreciate him. You might have passed through the fire and the flood. But the fire never consumed you. And the flood, you never drowned. So, brethren, thank him for what he has done. Thank him for what he's going to do. And appreciate him for what he's doing right now. Let us be on our feet. Paraventure, you... There's area that you feel that, yes, God has done this for me. You have revealed your past and you have bring it to the front, to the present. And uh, you feel that, yes, this is the other area I want God to touch me. This is the other area. After review, please quickly come to the front. If you have somewhere that you want God to touch you and you are reviewing within your mind as I was assaulting you and... Uh, you feel that, yes, I need to lay this before God. You come quickly here. God, we are going to pray together over it because I call Brother Emmanuel. Brother, please get prepared. I will call upon you. We bless each and every one of us. If you feel that, yes, this is the area that you, after reviewing what God has done for you, you need the touching of God. All you need to appreciate that God, I thank you. This is the mountain. It has become floor. So quickly, I don't want to keep you waiting. Psalm 66 verse 2, 12 say, You have caused men to ride over our head. Come, come, come here, come here. Come here, brother and man, we pray generously for each and every one of us. That is, you believe. You believe that God will do it. You believe that God has done it. As you are standing there, please continue to talk to God. God, I'm reviewing what you have done. I appreciate you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you have stood here and you have brought your issue before the Lord, one verse comes to mind in Hebrews 13.8. It says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Lord has done it in the past. The Lord will do it now. And he will do it in the future. Just lift up your voices and just pray. And say, the Lord that has done it for me in the past. Lord, you will do it again. Those that are in front, just lift up your voices. Use that portion of scripture. Use that portion of scripture because you're speaking it back to God. You're telling God if you are the same, if you're the one that has done it in the past for me, or you have done it for my brethren, Lord, I want you to do it again for me. That is the crux of the matter. That is what our pastor was telling us to look back what God has done for us. And if God can do it in the past, he will do it now. Wherever you are, you haven't come out to the front, just say, Lord, I tap into what you have done in the past. It is finished. It is finished. The Lord has settled all these matters. 2,000 years ago when he died on the cross, he has settled those issues. He has settled those health challenges. He has settled those financial issues. He has settled those relational issues. He has settled those medical issues. The Lord has done it. He has done it in the past. I want you to just look up forward that going forward, the Lord, you're going to do it for me. Just lift up your voices and pray. 
committed to the Lord, I want you to have that confidence, to have that assurance that the Lord has heard you today. Those of you standing in front of me, just have that assurance and say, Lord, you're going to do it for me. I don't want you to think, to speak in doubt. I want you to speak confidently and say, Lord, you'll do it for me. Lord, you're the one that has put healing in our bodies. You're the one that has healed us of our infirmities, Father Lord. But I venture anybody standing here because of healing, Father Lord. You said you bore our sicknesses on that cross, Father Lord. And because of that, Father Lord, we are whole in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we say we receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. But I venture anyone standing here, Father Lord, is looking for an increase. Is looking for a promotion. We say promotion comes from you alone, Father Lord. You're the one that have made people kings. You're the one that has raised people, Father Lord. Lord, you raise these ones in the mighty name of Jesus, Father Lord. Lord, those are having relational issues, Father Lord. Those that are having issues in the places of work, Father Lord. Your word says, Father Lord, when a man's heart pleases the Lord, uh, the Lord, he makes his enemies at peace with him, Father Lord. I speak peace into those situations. I speak peace into those situations, Father Lord. Lord, we also pray. By adventure, anybody's having visual issues, Father Lord. Lord, everything is in your hands, Father Lord. We ask that this shall come forth speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. We have stood in your assembly. People have, people have testified how you have come forth for them regarding visas without schooling. Even as our daughter Rachel has even testified to your goodness. Make a way. Make a way in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. It is done. Go back and have your seat. It is done. Hallelujah. 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 Just give you a moment wherever you are. If you haven't come to the front, whatever it is, just lift up your voices and just pray to God. Whatever you have not been able to share, God is here. God is here. God is here. God will hear you. Your victory is sure. Your victory is sure in the mighty name of Jesus. We serve a living God. We serve a living God. We have testified to his goodness. And he will not fail us now. He will not fail us. And we won't let go of him. We hold on to him. We hold on to him. We will hold on to him. Until we receive those answers in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. Lord, we thank you for our pastor that we have used to bless us today. Lord, we ask that you bless him abundantly, Father Lord. Lord, where he has taken from, Father Lord, we ask that you refill him in the mighty name of Jesus, Father Lord. Give him a fresh anointing, Father. Lord, we pray for our brethren that are not here, those that have traveled. Lord, we pray, Lord, that your peace would abide with them, that when it's time for them to come back, you bring them back safely in the mighty name of Jesus. But eventually, some might also be traveling this week. Father, I pray that you will take them to their destination safely in the mighty name of Jesus, Father Lord. Lord, this is just the beginning of the week. We still have the night vigil on Thursday. Father Lord, we commit into your hands, Father Lord, that as we cry out to you, Father Lord, you will hear us and you will answer us speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. Be thy exalted, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed.
Let's share the grace in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you.